So this is the episode that I promise. And what I'm going to talk about right now is the laws of the universe because they are really important. And what I want you to do with this episode is I want you to get a pen and paper and I want you to write this down. I'm actually out at the L.A. Fair out in California, Orange County, relaxing, walking around, sun, 70 degrees, feels incredible. Relax your mind and get ready to allow this to change your life. And the word is allow it to change your life. So here's what I found on my journey of application of the laws of the universe. They're harder to apply than we think because we're dealing with a creature called a human. And I'm not talking about other people. I'm talking about you. I'm talking about you. You are the most complicated technology there is. But the good thing about this technology is that you are a, you are a microcosm of a macro process. What you do on a basic level is what happens on an external level from the universe as a response, causing what we call negative or positive conditions. But both negative and positive conditions are from the consciousness of man shining its light in a particular way. Meaning your focus, meaning what you care about, meaning what you carry around in your mind all day, meaning what things are you studying, what knowledge are you continually putting into your mind, meaning what books are you reading or what books are you not reading? What do you neglect to do? What habits and qualities and values do you embrace or not embrace? This is all questions of these are all questions of reality here so based on what you really do based on what you really do or what you really think based on that you can understand why you get things from the environment why you get certain things from the environment and from the universe that are negative and why you get certain realities from the universe that are positive so the laws the very first law to understand is the natural law the law of nature is can be otherwise named the law of the infinite intelligence now infinite intelligence simply is infinite intelligence because it's intelligence also has to be love it is the most intelligent expression love can only be benevolent to all so it must be life and it must be generously it must be generous life in principle and the only thing that it could express in total harmony is beauty so it also must be beauty in this expression so understanding that this is the this is very important to understand this is the law this experience is the law 
This experience is the law. So, understanding that, and then also understanding that everything in the entire cosmos that has been created and is being grown has been created and is being grown into greater and greater expressions of law, ultimate law. That's all that's going on. Greater and greater expressions of law. Now, this is also the case for you, the human being. The human being has a unique quality, though. The unique quality of the human being is that the human being can rebel. This doesn't mean that the human being can take over, but the human being can rebel. What it means to rebel, it simply means to use the law in an improper direction. Using the law in an improper way. What would be improper? Well, considering the qualities of infinite intelligence, anything that is less than infinite, infinitely intelligent in its action, in its activity, is sin. It is a mistake. And it will produce effects of the mistake. You cannot and will not ever cross the full chasm of intelligence. You will always be growing in this form. Now, understand this. Here's the law and the reason for it and the point of it. When you are doing what you do, you're creating what you want to create. You have to know the law. This is the law of the universe we talked, we've talked about so far. Now, the second half of the law is the law of man. What is man? Man is a microcosm, a counterpart, a correlative, a co-relative of the universal law. They have to go together. What do I mean by it's a correlative of the universal law? Well, the universal law does not work unless it's giving, given something to work upon or through. It needs an individual to express its counter nature. Its original nature is invisible. Its original nature is universal. Its original nature is all. In order, to, in order for all to truly exist, there must be parts that exist. There must be a physical expression. This is the law of polarity. There must be a physical expression that balances it out. The realm of causes is the invisible realm. The realm of effects is the external realm. So man is a particular expression of the all. Particular expression of the all. You are a particular expression of the all. You are a particular expression of the all. You are a particular expression of the all. What makes it particular? What makes it particular is the fact that you are individualized. That's what makes it particular. Anything individualized could only create from its point of expression. So that means it's particular expression. 
Now, what the significance of it being particular to you is that you are the source, meaning you are also the home that all these things that come out of you return to. This is the law of rhythm. What goes out comes back. Law of rhythm. What goes out comes back. Law of rhythm. What goes out comes back. It's a pendulum swing back to you. So your expression, your expression, your expression must swing back to you and impress upon you what you've sent out. This is the law of rhythm. Law of rhythm. How does this relate to your life, though? Here it is. You have been endowed with a few qualities as man. Selection, meaning you have the ability to select from infinite variety. So you can actually select. How do you select? Thought. Thinking allows you to select. The fact that you can consciously think makes you particularly selective of infinity. So you are literally a chosen, by based on what you think and feel, a chosen expression of God. You are the part of God that has chosen to be expressed. Essentially, you are the God, God himself expressing his artwork as himself. You are literally walking art, the walking beauty and splendor and power of the presence that it must be, the universal presence that must be, the law itself. So you are just an evolution, but evolution is literally law made manifest and grown to a new level. So this is what you are. This is what you are. So since you are a particular expression, what it means is you can create particular outcomes in alignment. Since you can recognize it in alignment to the universal law there, the universal law. But you could also make choices opposite and contrary to it, which you will mistakenly. So understand that law is law. It cannot be broken, will never be broken. It can be bent, but not broken. Meaning if you bend it, it will snap you back in place. It won't be snapping into your place. It will snap you back into place. That's number one. That's first and foremost. That's above and beyond anything else. Why is this important? What you decide what you decide you are or feel yourself to be, if you don't recognize that you are the law itself, you will never recognize yourself to be life, intelligence, beauty. You will never, you will never understand it. You will never experience it. Life, love, and beauty. You will never experience yourself to be that. You won't even know to look for that in you if you don't recognize the nature of law. But when you recognize the nature of law, you can start to align your own being with this. This is first. You do this through meditation. So you'll meditate. You should be taking notes on this, by the way. You do this by meditation. So meditate. Meditate, meditate, meditate. Now, as you meditate, as you contemplate, as you do this, what happens next is you create by default. Meaning the universe responds to your activity. Remember, you are co-responding to law, the universal law. Universal law is co-responding to you. You both are, are you both are necessary components to the same thing. You are necessary components. So you cannot be separated from universal mind. 
So the fact that you cannot, by law, be be separated from universal mind because you, in fact, are universal mind and universal law. The fact that you are aware of this gives you selection power. So that's why. Now, the second part about your uniqueness is that initiative is, is, is home to you. Initiative is you being able to choose before the necessity happens. In fact, your choice is necessity. So essentially what that means is your desire is necessity to the universe. So you've been blessed and the way that you've been designed is that your desire is a command. At least to the universe. The universe cannot choose what it responds to. It cannot. It responds to all there is. It does not have a choice. It's fixed. The only variant is the individualization of the law, which is man. So it cannot choose what it gives. It cannot choose it. Only, only you choose it. Only you choose it. And your choice is based on how aware you can become. How aware can you become? If you can become more aware of natural law, you can use natural law to your advantage. Remember the law of God. The law of God is God uses all thoughts in existence, including you, because you are a thought to express greater and greater harmony, life and beauty. No matter what the thoughts are. That's why you heard of something called poetic justice. So if anything is negative, there is a poetic justice that is so beautiful to display the universe's nature. And the nature is just so beautiful how it aligns and corrects everything. So this is one of the first lessons. This is the law of God. Take it in consideration. Consider it deeply.